bro, do you know, bro, do you know how strong horses' kicks are, bro? When is a bear gonna catch a horse? Bears top out around 30, 35, bro, I'm telling you. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Sooner fans? This is your host, Jeremiah Hall, number 27 on the field, but number one in your hearts. Here today with me is my co-host, number nine on the field, my right-hand man, Braden Willis. And this is the podcast on the prairie, presented by Per Me Media. Braden. What's good, my man? What's good, my boy? Man, nothing much, man. Hey, hey, didn't know. We live to see another day. Get to, you know, do what we love the next couple of weeks, man. Hey, it's it's all good, man. Hey, listen, man. Eight and oh, this is the 10th episode. We said Sooner Nation that we were gonna do something special for episode 10, double digits. And uh that is exactly what I did. You know, number one. I've never been 8-0 as an Oklahoma Sooner, so I'm already happy about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, number two, this is, the like I said, the double-digit episode of the podcast on the Prairie. So it was only right today that I had a – what did I have? Um, I had a crowning peach. Yeah, crowning peach with uh, some sweet tea. And um, it, was quite, it was quite good, you know, something chill, something relaxed. Not too hard, not too soft. I feel good. Something to sip on, you know? Yeah, something to sip on, man, you know? I'm glad to hear it, man. Hey, we'll say, can't go wrong with the crown, man. Especially the peace crown. Can't go wrong with it. Um, I think Braden has a has an update for us in terms of his, uh, his drip. Oh, man. Well, guys, you know, I... I you know, I told everybody that on the podcast, you know, I, I had some stuff coming in, some overseas drip, you know what I'm saying? You know, a little cardigan, whatever the case may be. And I was feeling real good about the fit, man. I, I, we were in the hotel, you know, night before, you know, after I watched a little film, you know, did our tight end test. I'm ironing my clothes, you know what I'm saying? That's another thing, fellas, iron your clothes. I don't know what's going on with this generation, but we need to iron our clothes. But that's besides the point. Ironing my clothes, man. I'm feeling really good about the fit, man. I'm like, oh, oh man, I'm finna be fly. I get out there, I put it on. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. I walk it down. I feel good. We get off the bus. I'm seeing cameras on me and everything. I'm like, I'm finna get a fire pick. I told the media team, I'm like, yo, y'all can, you know, y'all can get a full body pick, you know what I'm saying, for this week. Come to realize I'm waiting during out the weeks, throughout the week. No full body pick. So my drip was not captured. And so I'm really depressed about that. Media team, y'all are kind of in, you know, some hot water with me. But, it's, you know, it's cool. It's whatever. You know, y'all got me some good picks on the field. So, but it seems as now I got to make up with a, another fit. Maybe they can get that pick. So, you know, I, I'll, I'll see what I could pull out. I haven't done any shopping or anything lately because I've been criticized by Jay Hall every time I talk about <laughs> it for spending too much money. So, uh, yeah, I guess I got to go back and start getting on my grind again. So we'll see what happens next week. Bro, honestly, 
you can even ask my mom this. I think that I'm so used to getting a deal every time I go shopping, I'm spoiled. I don't know what it is. It's just every time I go out, bro, and buy clothes, it's like 60% off, 75% off. So it's gotten to the point where it's so bad, or I guess I'm such a good luck charm that my mom will literally go shopping when I'm free to go shopping with her because she knows that every time I go out with her, she gets a deal. And so I don't, I don't know. I guess it's just me, bro. I just don't. I, I don't spend money on that. I just go to JCPenney and get what's on clearance. So what I'm hearing is next time I go online shopping, I need to have you sitting next to me just in case. Exactly. That's all I'm hearing. All right. Exactly. All right, cool. Sounds good. Maybe I might get some deals. Sooner Nation, around the world in college football, man. You know, I think this week, or not even this week, this year, has been let me rephrase the objective has been not to be the topic of conversation on a Sunday in college football. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, if you're being talked about on a Sunday in college football, then something went wrong. And honestly, by the looks of my Twitter feed today, something went wrong for Oklahoma football. <laughs> And uh, I guess I guess we'll talk about that later on in the show. But first, but first, but we'll talk first, about some other hiccups, some other will. teams' hiccups. Exactly. We will talk about other people first before we talk about ourselves. So your boy from uh, Wake Forest, Sam Sam Hartman. I'm not gonna, you know, disrespect his name. Go ahead, put it out there because he balled. He had five touchdowns, almost 500 yard passing in a crazy game against Army. You know how we, you know how we feel about the Army boys. Much respect to them. Every time, every time they play anybody, it's a battle. But 70 to 56, Wake Forest comes out with a dub. 70 to 56. I was on the bus after the game, and I looked at the ESPN app, and I had to double check to see if it was the college football tab. You know what I'm saying? They have the basketball tab. They have the college football tab because that looked like a basketball score. 70 mm-hmm. to 56? Are you kidding me? Bro. I mean, that's wild. Like he said, uh, my boy Sam Hartman, you know, me and Sam got a personal relationship. I love my boy Sam. But at the same time, I also know people who play for Army. Uh, I texted one of my guys. I think he's the starting wide receiver. Um, If he's not, his name is Mike. But, um... Yeah, no, I texted Mike and I was like, bro, like what happened? And he was just like, Sam, lit us up. So shout out to my boy, Sam, uh, Sam Hartman. He's the starting quarterback at uh, Wake Forest, as we already said. And um, those boys got the job done. Much respect to Army, though, because they always play a hard fought game. So respect to Wake Forest. Moving on to our next topic in uh, around the world in college football. Oklahoma State goes down to Iowa State. 24 to 21, Iowa State gets the dub. Iowa State, that just goes to show that, you know, anybody, anybody, anywhere can get beat. Iowa State's a great team, you know, team that we haven't played yet, so we got to be on our P's and Q's for them. They have a great coach, great players. Um, So, yeah, this last stretch of the season, man, we got to be on it. Yeah. For sure. We do have to be on it because we have those guys before we even play Oklahoma State. So moving on to our last topic in around the world in college football, Illinois versus Penn State. Jesus. Nine Nine overtimes. 
Nine right. overtimes. I mean, it, it, you know, it's funny because they made the new rule to prevent this from happening. And I, I, I don't want to say that I can predict the future, but I literally say when they're making the new rule. So what if people just, what if you just don't get the over or the two point conversions? Like, do you just keep on going until you get them? And so, yeah, that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? They got, you know, every time one team would get one, the other team would get one. And then every team, the other team didn't. Every time the other team didn't, the other team didn't. So it just kept on going, kept on going. Nine overtimes. We were watching that on the bus, man. (laughs) Devin Stadium was holding up the phone for about five of us. Yeah. As soon as we get on the bus, we're tuned in to to the game. And I'm just sitting there thinking the entire time, you know, LSU and AM went what, seven last year? Seven. And then what? Illinois and Penn State is like, hold my beer, watch this. <laughs> you know? I, I know the person who made the new rule is sitting there like, I mean, like, <laughs> what's what do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Bro, right? I don't know. I bro, honestly, I know they're sitting there watching that game hurt because like they made a new rule just because of the game last year. And then you have a nine overtime game this year. I don't know. I guess that's just the world of college football that we live in today. Oh, yeah. This year has been crazy. So, I mean, expect the unexpected in 2021. Bro, I don't. 2021 is weird, bro. It's I think it's the COVID recovery year. It's the college football recovery year. Alabama loses the A&M. We don't have an outright Heisman, and we're over halfway through the season. Bro. Yeah. Exactly. It's wild. I don't know. I know we said that this game was going to be our last talking point, but I couldn't help but mentioning Clemson. What is going on over there? Uh, The best thing I can think of is just recovery process, man. I mean – rebuilding process i mean they lost a lot of talent trevor's been there trevor lawrence was there for three years you know uh etn big part of their offense the running game has been there for a couple years man they just they just lost a lot of key key weapons and yeah man it's just growing pains with young guys that's just kind of what happens when you got younger guys in key positions you know you know they'll be all right as it as time goes on. You know they'll grow older. They'll have more experience. They'll be okay. But just growing pains, man. Honestly, I think Clemson is a perfect example of how hard it is to continuously win conference championships and national championships year after year. You know, I'm obviously I don't play for Alabama, but. It seems like Nick Saban just hasn't wavered since he's got there. You know, you know, I just that just goes to show how hard it is to to be a number one team, to be a college football playoff contender year after year. And I guess, you know, this is their reload year. So moving on to our uh, our game recap, our game recap against Kansas. Who, buddy? Start off by saying, man, uh, like you just said, literally, like you just said, man, winning is hard. You have to have you have to have a respect for the game, as JB always says. And, uh, you know, obviously, that's not how we wanted it to go the first half. But like you said, I mean, you just never can come into a college football season expecting something. You know what I'm saying? You can't come in expecting anything. And, uh, you know, I, I think we need to do a better job of that. But. You know, 
I, I like how our team has the ability to respond, though. Obviously, we didn't come, we came in expecting something. It didn't go the way we expected it to go. But, man, does our team do a great job of responding. I really think once we put it together, I, I really think it's going to turn out to be something special because, man, we respond to some of the best situations. We don't panic. We stay tight as a team. I mean, that, that that's something special in itself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, Sooner Nation, as a college football program, I emphasize this many times with the team. You can never come into the game with expectations. You know, you can never come into the game expecting us to blow them out. You can never come into the game expecting that you'll have five receptions, three touchdowns, 200-plus yards. You know, you can't have any expectations, you know, three sacks, five sacks, whatever it is that you're hoping to obtain. And um, Kansas. Kansas definitely came ready for. So looking at the script, right, I don't know if you guys really pay attention to things like this, but we only had, as an offense, two possessions in the entire first quarter. I think we had eight plays. One was an interception, and I think the other one was a punt, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, yeah, by halftime, I think we had – what, 15 plays as an offense? So opportunities were limited. Honestly, I wasn't surprised because Nebraska did the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's how what everybody has to understand, man. That's just how everybody wants to kind of play us, you know what I'm saying? After, you know, we were just speaking on Army. Army did the same thing, you know. Whenever, and, you know, I kind of know how the game's going to go when a team wants to receive first and try to get quick points on the board. They want to get quick points on the board, and then they want to just kind of play the keep-away game with us, you know what I'm saying, not let our offense get on the on the field. So that's just how teams play us, you know. We got to do a better job at, you know, handling that. But that's just how we're going to be played this year. Yeah. You know, honestly, I probably should have did a better job at winning the coin toss and trying to get us the ball first because I did lose. <laughs> Well, thanks, I Captain. Did, I did lose. I did lose the coin toss, ladies and gentlemen. And the plan was to get the ball first if we won. And so, if if anybody's to blame, you can blame it on me. I'm sorry. I'll choose better next time. It's the fifty fifty, you know, chance. And I I chose tails, and it was heads, and 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 they wanted the ball. So I felt bad, but that's neither here nor there. We have to find a way to play like we're behind in the first half. Our urgency needs to be better. And so as a captain, as a leader, you know, me and Braden are are, are working on that. You know, we got to find a way to light a fire under our guys uh, behind and, and, and just get us going, man. You know, I can't attribute that to any – I can't blame it on anything. You know, all I can honestly say is that Kansas came out with a strong game plan and and they executed it well. So. That was our first half. Going into halftime, you guys all know it's 10 to 0. Oklahoma has no momentum whatsoever. We're we're down. And um the message at halftime was to simply do your job, recognize that it's not as bad as what we think, and come out with the mindset that obviously we're wanting to win this game. But like I said before, to just do your job. Do your job, play smart football, and we're going to be fine, right? So the offense comes out comes out first. Uh, we get the ball. And uh, Trayvon West, 
goes 66 yards on the reverse. Nick T. West. Yeah, big old T. West, man. Sooner Nation, you know, on this podcast, we like to, you know, take this as an opportunity to shout out guys who don't get the um, – the what's the word I'm looking for? The awareness? No, not the word. That's not the word. Um, um recognition, notoriety, rec- maybe. Yeah, yeah. We like to use this podcast to acknowledge guys who don't get the recognition as they should during um during the game or even post game. So as as you guys know, T West, yeah, he's a walk-on. Um, you guys probably don't know him too well, but this kid deserves all the credit. You know, I, I consider this his breakout play. And, um, man, he, he shows up to practice all the, he doesn't talk very much at all. You'll never see him on this podcast because we could probably ask him 10 questions and it would only last two minutes because he doesn't talk very much, but that's neither here nor there. We love him regardless. He shows up to practice all the time. He does his job. He does the work. He doesn't miss class. He doesn't miss tutoring. He, he just, he just doesn't talk and he just, you know, he does he does his work. Shout out to T West, man. That's um I actually played with his big cousin in high school. Uh played against him in high school. Uh like I said, his I know his family, you know, his his family. I played with his cousin. I you know, I kind of grew up with them. So, you know, big shout out to T West, man. Like you said, just does everything right, man. He's always there making big plays. Comes in the fall camp just making Big play after big plans, big play. And it showed up during the Kansas game. So shout out to T. West, man. Got yeah, us sure. going a little bit. Yeah. Got us going for sure. Um, Got us some momentum going. Um, He sets up the touchdown for me. Um, I, I end up getting the uh, second touchdown of the game. I think the score is what, 14 to 17 at that time or something like that. Um, The next drive. Uh, I don't know. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw, but even after I scored on that drive, I wasn't even happy that I scored. I was just like, you know what? Like, I scored a touchdown. Let's go. Like, let's just, let's keep it moving. I I don't think I don't even recall smiling. Like, guys was asking me like, keep my guys were telling me keep my head up and all the other stuff, and I was like, bro, like, come on, like this shouldn't even be a situation. This shouldn't even be. Yeah. So, anyways, Keyshawn Lawrence. Uh, he gets the strip fumble on the next drive, I think it was. Uh, Justin Worlds with the recovery. Um, we end up, you know, taking the lead and all that type of stuff. Uh, Caleb gets the 40-yard touchdown run on the fourth down. And then, ladies and gentlemen, we have the fourth and one play, the heads-up play by Caleb Williams. I don't even know how to describe the play. Like, I don't. I don't know what a hard day, a hard attack waiting to happen. Yeah, I wasn't on the field in that in that play, but man, wow! I mean, I mean, there's not a lot of plays that make my heart jump. You know, what I'm saying I've I've been around a long time. You've been around a long time. We've seen almost every play that could happen. There's not a lot of plays that can make my heart like kind of flip like that. But boy, <laughs> that, that that one was wild. Yeah. You know, I don't I, like, like you said, like, I don't I don't know, bro. I've never seen that happen ever before in my entire life. You know, I played a lot of football. I've seen a lot of football and uh, shout out to the kid, man. You know, I, honestly, we would bring him on the show. But like we said before, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot bring freshmen. No, freshmen. Onto the show. 
So, oh, oh, I don't think I told you this, Braden, but literally the next play after that, you know, me and Stog were on the field. We're going out there, giving a run the next play. I think this was actually right before he scored. Um, I'm like, Caleb. Oh, no, no. I asked Kennedy, and Caleb was right there next to him. I was like, bro, did you know you were giving Caleb the ball? And Caleb, um, not Caleb, Kennedy said, yeah, you know, I felt somebody tugging on the ball, and I looked up. Me and Caleb made eye contact for a split second, and I just let go of the ball. So heads up play by Kennedy, man, because if it was me, I would have never let go. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <That's for sure>. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. on a matter of fact, I can't even say that because I had my first career fumble this past game. So mm. I, I can't even say that anymore. But <laughs> at least I got the at least I got the touchdown that same drive. But yeah, Kennedy said he made eye contact with Caleb. I don't know if I believe him on the eye contact, but thank God he let go of the ball because we needed it bad. So you did. Shout out to Superman on the heads up play. Shout out to KB for letting go of the ball. My roomie. And uh we escape Lawrence with a W. Yes, sir. To lighten up the mood. Uh, they opened the gates at halftime and we're letting people in for the free. And at the time, obviously, we didn't know that. After the game, we see it on Twitter and we're in the bus like, y'all see this? Like, Swint is showing us on his phone. And I go, you know what? That's interesting because actually on one of the plays in the third quarter, I, I, Caleb is checking, checking a call and I'm like, I'm like, I can't hear him. And I'm in the wing position. I usually can hear him pretty easily if it's, you know what I'm saying, if it's a relatively quiet game. I can't hear him. So I lean over. I get the call. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Are, can I really not hear him in Kansas? Like, what is going on? Like, did it really just get this loud? <laughs> so, I mean, that's a great, you know, just a little, I don't even know what to call it. A funny story. Notable story, I don't know, but just a little side note. <laughs> it got kind of, it kind of got loud in there. They, they did a good job, you know. On a positive note, I've never been eight and no as a sooner, so call it what you want or eight no. Hey, call it what you want, man. You got this week coming up. It's another opportunity to be better, be better. Yep. And so, um, you know, uh, no expectations going on to this game. Sooner Nation, we have um we have Texas Tech coming up at home. And so uh show up, be loud, be proud of your Sooners. We're eight and oh. Bring a sign. You might get on yeah. the you might get on a video board. That's the easy way to get on the video board. Come on now, just bring a sign. I love the podcast. Yeah. Something, I mean I don't know. Just you know, I'm just I'm just giving you some a little bit of advice to get some, you know, some screen time. <laughs> Oh, by the way, bro, I never saw that sign that your sister left in the indoor. Yeah, she ended up getting it. They were walking back to their uh back to the car. They parked past the uh the indoor always, and they were end up walking back and the garage door was open after the game. She walked in there, grabbed it, and walked out. So now she has two signs. Are they coming to the next home game? Yeah, we should have two signs. Okay, so at minimum, we should have two two signs at this. At game. least two signs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Shout out to the sooner. Shout out to Sooner Nation for 
this past game, I had a lot of people come up to me in Kansas this past game in Lawrence to tell me that they watch and listen to the podcast. Man, shout out, shout out to you guys, man. I'm telling you, it it feel I I didn't get a chance to talk to everybody. I didn't get a chance to sign every autograph, but it fills my heart with so much joy every time you guys tell me that you listen to the podcast. I thank you and appreciate you so much. It just honestly, it, it makes my day. It makes me so happy. Um, I know Braden. Well, oh yeah, what for you, sure. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Know. I mean, I I heard it all. I mean, I heard so many. You know, I love the podcast shouts, and you know what I'm saying. And if it wasn't for me trying to get to my family, man, I'd stay and chop it up. But you know, obviously, like I, I really appreciate the love. Um. Do it, do anything, you know, to sign some signatures, whatever. All you got to do is ask me, just get my attention. Usually I don't look like I'm paying attention because I'm looking for my family. But if you just ask me, I'm going to stop and, you know what I'm saying, sign whatever the case may be. So I really appreciate the love, the support, also the love and support from Sooner Nation in general, because even though we did have a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's, it's to be expected. We didn't play well, but we also had a lot of Sooner fans backing us after the game and man you just you know we really appreciate that as well so you know just shout out Sooner Nation for sure shout out to you guys once again um we got Texas Tech coming up at home like I said before be loud be proud be proud of not only Sooner um Sooner football but the podcast on the prairie as well (laughs) (laughs) we got a special guest coming up NFL guy you guys all know him very well Kenneth Murray coming up next. Pod on the Prairie family. We are in the heat of college football season right now, and football is probably taking over your life. You're watching hours and hours of games on Saturdays and are so focused on our team taking care of the ball that you may start to not be taking care of your own balls. But have no fear because the performance package 4.0 from our friends at Manscaped is here and ready for you. Jay, inside this incredible package, you'll find my favorite, the brand new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, boxer briefs that are mighty comfortable, might I add, and a shed travel bag. Brayden, Manscaped is so clutch. You know how clutch I'm talking getting the ball with three minutes and 31 seconds left in the fourth quarter, marching down 80 yards to set up a field goal to win as time expires type of clutch. Uh, Jay, actually, I was more so thinking like lead blocking for your co-host on a reverse on a four yard touchdown type of clutch. You know what? Thanks again for that, by the way. Bro, I always got you. And listeners, Manscaped has you. It's easy to lose control of yourself during this football season, but Manscaped makes sure that your balls are taken care of. And Braden, what is so awesome about the Performance Package 4.0 is that it isn't just for below the belt. The package includes a weed whacker, ear, and nose hair trimmer to make sure you're clean on top as well. Man, our coaches always preach no excuses. Pod on the Prairie family, make sure you, there are no excuses when it comes to your grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code Prairie at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. You can't beat that. Just use the code Prairie. By the way, guys, that is Prairie, P R A I R I 
E. Join the two million men worldwide and your two favorite college football players, which also happen to be your favorite podcast hosts, by getting the Performance Package 4.0. That way, when you are at the TV for our team to take care of the ball, you've already taken care of yours. My boy K9, Kenneth Murray, Kenneth, man. I appreciate you coming on to the pod, brother. I know you're busy. Tell the people what's up. Man, what's good, y'all, man? Miss y'all, man. Miss y'all, What's good, okay, nah, man? Yeah. You hey, good, so, man? Y'all like rolling. Y'all hey, we, we trying, man. We trying. Trying to get like y'all, man. Y'all, so y'all boys look. undefeated. Yeah, man. Just trying to Just trying to keep it going, man. You know, trying to make y'all proud. You know what I'm saying? So, I will say seven to no do feel good. <laughs> Hell. Hell yeah. Oh, hey, sooner than that, you know this man busy. He got to come from us, come to us from the car, man. He the first person to come to us. From the, <laughs> this man stay on the move. <laughs> Speaking of cars, K9, I love the car collection, bro. Come on now. You know, we talked about it in person, but I just had to tell you again, I love it. You know, I love cars too. So I love yeah. it, baby. I appreciate that. So you, got a little, you got a little collection going on? What, what, what you got? Uh, it's a little something, song, man. A little, little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, you got to oh, stay just, just relax. Just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Bro, doing this interview really makes me feel old, man, because you know, <laughs> we we came in together. Sooner That's squad, what I'm saying, bro. You know, Sooner Squad 17. For real. Man, you two years removed, and I'm still here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Well, man, we you know, we ain't going to keep you long, brother. We're going to get you in and out. So my biggest question for you today, man, what's what's the biggest difference between the NFL and college, man? How was your trans- transition like? Talk to us a little bit about that. Man, I think like my transition was good. Um I kind of feel like I would say the biggest difference is it's a business. Like like this is you know, you, you, you know, us, you know, we've been around OU a lot. So, you know, you always uh, have, like, NFL players come back and they always, like, we all heard it, like, oh, it's a business, it's a business, it's a business. And, like, I feel like that's one thing I can truly say is, like, when you get to this level, like, you truly realize that it's a business. And it kind of it kind of makes football different. Um, I mean, it's still football, but it's, 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 it's a little bit different because, I mean, it is a business, so. I would say that's that's the biggest difference, man. It's just, um, you know, a lot of money is involved. Um, you know, people's jobs are on the line. People's livelihoods are on the line. Um, and, you know, that, that's what it comes down to. So, I mean, it's – I mean, everybody it's – just, it's just different, man, because it's like, you know, you go to college and, you know, y'all boys are used to – the camaraderie of the team, you know, you're used to hanging out with the boys all the time. Right. Well, I mean, most of the boys here got wife and kids. So it's like majority of the time you're not really hanging around or really having that time because, you know, guys have obligations outside of the team because, I mean, we, we are grown men. So um, I would say, yeah, that's definitely the biggest difference. No, nah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, you know, in, in speaking on that a little bit, not the uh, teammate part, but like you know, you've you've made it the transition to the NFL like kind of seems seamless. I know obviously there's a lot of work put in and everything like that that goes into that. 
and obviously you did the same thing from high school to college. So like, how do you, how do you do it where you just go to another level and then you just make it just seamless. Like you fit it right in and you ball and you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes there's a little bit of a learning curve for most people, but it just seemed like every level you just hop in and you just go on ball. So what, what do you attribute to you being able to do that? Oh, I mean, I think it all comes down to just preparation. Um, you know, I, I take my preparation extremely serious. Um, I think that, that that would be the biggest thing. And then just trying to, you know, keep things simple. But I, I would definitely say that, like, you know, everybody has that learning curve. Like, I feel like it's something that, you know, you can't run around or run away from. Even me going from high school to college, you know, there was a learning curve. And, you know, even though it may have looked like, you know, I was – having like all this success I still had to go through you know my growing pains and it was the same thing you know my rookie year and really you know my rookie year and my second year because I mean really I'm just still considered like a young player in the league um and so you know you're continuing to learn you're continuing to grow um and I think you just kind of just have to accept that I mean I that's kind of how, how I feel like I just accepted that you know I have to be able to grow I have to be able to learn every week um every week is going to be different because I mean like I've played college ball for three years and now I'm at a completely different level so it's just you know being okay with you know growing being okay with um just putting in the time like I said my preparation is is something that I put a lot of time into and something that I try to really focus on um I think you know you prepare the right way um I mean that'll lead you to getting the right results right is there anybody around you that's really helped that transition a little bit? Like anybody on the team, anybody you've been looking up to, asking for support or anything like that? Oh, uh, man, I really can't point out. I mean, I feel like it's just been such a collective effort with my group because – or my team because, like, I kind of came in and, like, there was, like, really, like, nobody that was, like, that much older than me um, in my group. So, like, um, I mean, it's pretty much – was kind of like everybody was young or year two or year three, and we all were kind of young in the league. And then on top of that, like, I was a first-round pick. So, um, you know, I was pretty much the guy that was playing from the jump. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's just been a collective error between, like, all my teammates, um, whether it's, you know, D-line or uh, safeties and, you know, those guys just, you know, giving me little tips, like, here and there. Um, and then just really just trying to go out there and figure it out for myself. But, yeah. um, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say it was just like one guy that just came in and just like took me under his wing and was like, yo, like this is what we're going to do. Like everybody just kind of gave me little tips here and there. For sure. Hey, it's got to be excited playing against old heads that you played with on Madden, huh? Like, you, you know, yeah. Tom Brady, you see <laughs> Drew Brees out there every now and then, you know, he's done playing now, but. Yeah, you know, it's gotta be. Does that feel weird at all? Like, do you ever stop and look around? I know this is your second year now, but your rookie year, were you really when you were out there? Were you ever like, like, man, like, I just played with him on Madden like just a year or two ago? Is, does that ever no, run through? It's your head? definitely, it's definitely crazy, man. Because it's like, it's like, dang, bro, like this really, like this really, like Drew Brees or this really Tom Brady. I mean, obviously in that moment, you don't, you don't think that because like you out there competing, but yeah, um. I definitely after the game or sometimes even like I remember when we played the Saints and like the first play of the game, I'm like, yo, like this really like Drew Brees really back there. <laughs> I really could like 
like pick him off right now but if he throw me the ball like like it's like stuff like that is just wild like it just goes to show you that like you know anything is possible you be playing with yourself on madden huh I don't even play mad, bro. Y'all know I'm an old head, man. I don't even, I don't even play the <laughs> video games. You on the games like that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I forgot you. you didn't play video games. I never uh, saw this man play a game ever. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. Hey, it's, certain people got this stuff, but hey, Tom that being put to uh, play video games for other people. k now is putting that work in and something else. So, you know, it, it works out. Yeah. Hey, Luke Keekley ain't have a TV or anything like that. So, I, I understand. He was great. Yeah, bro, that boy's – uh, that's a dude I had a chance to learn from. That dude is unreal, man. I mean, his first few years in the league, like you said, he didn't watch. He didn't have a TV. Like, he didn't have because he felt like it would take away from his film study. So, um, I mean, that dude's great. I mean, his resume speaks for itself. Yeah. Sure. And what was it like to change your family's life from a financial point of view? You know, that's something we dream of. That's something I've I've dreamt of. And for you to actually bring it to fruition, right. um, what was it? What was it like? Uh, it's crazy, man. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, you go through our life and like that's something that we dream of. And, um, you know, when it actually happens, um, everything kind of happens like really, really fast. Um, and I, I feel like for me, um, when it did happen, obviously it was just a surreal feeling. Uh, to be able to know that I, I could really help the people that I care about the most. Um, but at the same time, like, it's also just understanding and being able to, to understand, like, now that I do have money and, like, really understanding money because, you know, a lot of people don't understand money. Um, sure. And so I think, you know, it was a great feeling um, to be able to know that, I you know, I have the capability to be able to, you know, help those that I care about most. But at the same time, like, it also was just real motivating for me to to really dive into you know financial uh, financial literacy and just really become financially financially illiterate um, and you know really understand you know you know what it goes into finances and you know how to really sustain wealth because I mean I think it's a real big difference between being rich and wealthy so um, the wealthy goal is it is it is what I'm after and what I'm chasing so. Oh, for real. No, I love that. That's a, that's a good point. A lot of people don't realize that. I got one more question for you, K-9. I don't know about Jay Hall, but my question is, you were kind of like the face leading the change of, you know, the OU defense into what it is nowadays and what it's still becoming. So, obviously, you know, you had a big hand in that, so I want to know what your thoughts are and, like, the improvements of, you know, our defense. What What do you think the what What improvements do you see from our defense now nowadays? Oh uh, man, it's just everything, man. Um, you know, them boys are are in the system for for a, a while now. I mean, I, I was with Grinch uh, for just a year, and I think they're going on year three, two or three. I I can't recall year three. Um, um, and, you know, obviously, you know, the longer that you're in that system, the more you're able to, you know, you know, get that improvement and things you, you like to see, you know, from a D coordinator standpoint and from a defensive standpoint, you know, up to that standard. And so, you know, I'm really proud of them boys. Um, you know, I think, you know, they fight hard every week. Um, they never give up. Um, they just had a right attitude, man. It's really that, that coaching staff, too, on that side of the ball. Like, by far, you know, probably the best coaches I've ever had, to be honest. Like, I – 
it's lessons that I learned from them that I'm in the league today that I still go back to. Um, you know, I still have that close bond with my position coach um, that I still go back to right now. Um, it's in, to be honest, you know, it's, it's people that um, like that are in the league that, you know, that, you know, we go through things and you coach. And I just, a lot of times those same lessons I go back to of, you know, just the whole mentality of what speed is about, um, because I mean, I, I feel like that's just really who I am, and so as long as I get back to that, um, you know, that's where my success and stuff comes from. So, like I said, I mean, I'm proud of everybody um, that that has to do with Speed D. Yeah, man, we've come a long way since absolutely since that change, man. I, from an offensive side of you, just looking at y'all from in, from the outside, you know, that's it's like you said, man. Once you get more comfortable in the system, the better it gets. Uh, my last question, man, and we'll let you we'll let you go. We know you got the, got the date going on, man. What what's it like watching OU football as a fan? Is it is it different? Uh, frustrating? It is weird, bro. <laughs> it's so weird, bro. Because like for me, like like obviously I left I left a year early, so like majority of the people that like play like like I play with, so right. so it's like. It's, it's weird, man, like, seeing y'all boys on TV, um, you know, just watching um, and, you know, seeing pretty much – I mean, I know everybody on that sideline. So, yeah, uh, it's weird, man, you know. It, it, it leads to some fun conversations in the locker room because, you know, guys be hating on us, bro, because they, they just <laughs> they just think that we always winning, bro. I'll be like, yo, like, y'all some haters, bro. Like, ain't my fault you went to that, sorry. Sorry, little school over there, bro. Like, but I mean, it's it's definitely weird, man. It's definitely, definitely like I feel like Oklahoma is like definitely kind of like my home. Like, I feel like if if everything were to fail, or all else were fail, like I would go back to that place because I knew, like I know, like like I always will have a home there. And so, like, um, I feel like that's the reason why I went there. Um, and I mean, that's the reason why I'll continue to come back. Yeah, I tell my mom the same thing, and she gets mad at me because it's so far away from home. Yeah. <laughs> well, K-9, brother, we appreciate you coming on to the show, man. Is there anything you want to leave Sooner Nation, anything you want to lead, a, lead the guys that's, that's listening, that's tuning in, any words of advice or anybody you want to shout out? Man, uh, I mean, to the, to the fans, man, I love y'all and I miss y'all. And then to them boys on the team, man, but y'all boys keep grinding. Um, you know, keep your head down, keep working. Um, don't worry about none of that noise outside of the building. Focus on everybody in that building and just keep winning, man. So, thank sure. you, K-9. We appreciate you coming on, I, man. No, I appreciate your time, man, for real. Appreciate y'all boys, man. Sooner Nation, coming up next, last but not least, one of our favorite parts of the show, listener submitted questions. Guys, if you don't already know, you can easily go to the Podcast on the Prairie page on Twitter or on Instagram. Send us a question, you know, whether it be about football, whether it be about our moms, our lives, my grandpa, the signs, anything. You let us know what you're <laughs> thinking. Uh, hit us up on our personal pages, too. We'll respond and get back to you. But if you want the best chance for a response, just hit us up on the Podcast on the Prairie page. First question is from Ben Dotchin. How confident would you be in Boomer and Sooner in an all-Big 12 mascot melee? 
Man, I think the I don't know. That's kind of unfair because we do got a cowboy in the mix with uh, some pistols. So <laughs> I, I don't know I, how I'm not, I'm, I'm not going for it. I'm, I'm confident because if you think about it, we have two mascots and everybody else has one mascot. So we got numbers. I'm confident. Bro, you are tripping. The Baylor Bears versus two horses? They got, bro, do you know, bro, do you know how strong horses' kicks are, bro? Bro, come on Texas now, bro. Tech have a raider, uh, a man on a horse. When is a bear gonna catch a horse, bro? Oh, okay, you gotta. I, I don't know, bro. I think bears can run pretty fast. They can't run fast, but, but horses run like forty-five miles per hour or something like that. I don't know, but I'm yeah. just, I, I'm assuming a bro, bear is not catching a horse. Bears top out around 30, 35, bro. I'm telling you. I, I'm still taking Boomer and Sooner. You really are you really acting like this towards Boomer and Sooner? Bro, like really, bro? We have a cowboy with some pistols, some guns, bro. Some yeah. gun. We got a raider. Have you ever seen the black horse run across the field hey, of Texas Tech? Hey, hey, they didn't say they said they didn't say a shootout. They said a melee, bro. I'm taking. <laughs> I'm taking. A, we're talking about a fist fight now, bro. Brayden. <laughs> We our mascots aren't even horses; they're ponies. All right, bro. If you don't want to ride with the Sooners, bro, just say that. That's cool. If you, okay. I mean, if you want to go be a Baylor Bear or something, you could just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta do me like that? Hey, I'm just saying, bro. Hey, speaking of Baylor Bears, did you see RG three running out with the student section here recently? <laughs> I didn't, but that's hilarious. Random, uh, random fact, but. Yeah, bro, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm just not taking Boomer and Sooner on this one. I am. They got my support. All right, whatever. You got the next question, then. All right. Second question from at I Kill Pop Tarts. Um, it said, Did you guys have a number two school that made you think twice before committing to OU? No, I didn't. OU was my biggest offer, it was, uh, had the most upside, the most pros, the least cons. It was uh OU all the way, man. I mean, I I mean, it I got my offer late anyway, so I was like before signing day, so like I was already on the clock. So yeah, yeah, you know, I did. I got OU the summer before my senior year, and I was trying to commit before my senior year started, and so I was looking at Wake Forest and Syracuse. Uh, number one, Syracuse kind of ran the H, runs the H back. I don't know if they still have the same offensive coordinator, so I was looking at them. And then Wake Forest, I love them because they ran an H back, but a quarterback who was a class behind me at the time was was committed there. His name's Sam. He's actually the starting quarterback there now, and yeah. uh, I think Wake Forest is still undefeated actually. So if that goes to tell you anything. That's the main reason why I wanted to go there. I wanted to play with that specific quarterback because he was my mm. my seven on seven quarterback. So the kids, the truth. Um, those are the two I was looking at though, Syracuse and the Wake Forest. But however, when I got Oklahoma and I started doing more research, uh, once I committed, I was all in. I don't even think I visited another school after that. Like I took one official visit. So okay, that's fair enough. I also had a Wake Forest offer. And I also did take a visit. It was a great school. I mean, they yeah. they had a great system at the time too. They actually, the year that I committed, in the, the year that I committed to OU, they had a they had just sent a great tight end to the league. I can't yeah. remember his name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, he he was a pre- he was pretty good. So I was high on them as well. But honestly, though, for me, like I said, is is when I got the offers, are you all the way? So yeah, for sure, for sure. Last question, just the facts. Ask. Oh, oh, this was a review, by the way. By the way, guys, continue leaving the reviews. Our reviews shot up at least like forty or fifty from the last time we had an episode to now. So keep leaving those reviews, especially on Apple. We truly appreciate it. Uh, This was a review from Just the Facts. What is your favorite play you've been a part of at OU? Well, mine just happened recently, obviously. The the trick play off the Texas game, that was pretty fun. Prior to that, it was another trick play, Oklahoma State at home last year. Um. Yeah, so I guess I don't know. Call me the trick play guy. I, I like those. Yeah, I mean they 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 work for you. So I mean, yeah. Ah, my favorite play. Not to go to TCU touchdown a couple years yeah. ago, man. I was just about to say, bro, that one lives on forever in my head. Man, I mean, just you know, being from down the street, you know, um, just you know, it meant a lot to me and. uh yeah, that, that that play just meant a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, oh. to score against them in my really my first time playing. I played a little bit my freshman year against them. But, like, in my first game, really, really playing for real uh, versus TCU. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say the TCU touchdown I had in, was it 19? Yep. Wow. Yeah, I do old. like that one. I do like that one. Sooner Nation, that is all we got for you today. Once again, if you guys feel like sponsoring the show, you know, you got something you want to shout out, you got a brand or something you want us to to talk a little bit about, you know, you heard us talk about Manscaped, you heard us talk about the cereal, you could be next. Feel free to shoot us a DM on Twitter or Instagram. Please do those on the podcast on the Prairie pages. And that is all we have for you guys. Oh, on a last note. Once again, shout out to our producer, Alex. This is presented by Per Me Media. Sooner Nation, we love you. We thank you. That's all we got. I love it.